This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, this week we're doing, uh, since our Quibi show was so popular, we're we're back at it with streaming. People were like, please tell us more about your assessment of the streaming service that you've been using for about a half a day. (laughs) Yeah, And and we've just gone through some extensive technical difficulties to even get this recording started so we've been at this for over an hour already yeah so you should be appreciative that you're getting anything at all yeah guys well enough with the complaining enough with the constant emails telling us about how (laughs) bad our show is now yeah there's nothing we can do about it write a letter to the coronavirus yeah hey and while you're at it tell it to lay off tell it to stop yeah, you should do that too, hey, honestly. Go under the sea is what I'd say to them. The coronavirus molecules. And get all the fish sick? I what do I care if a fish gets sick? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Wouldn't you rather a fish get sick uh than uh people? I yeah. don't know. If it's a one to one, yeah, like I'd take a goldfish getting sick over a person, sure. Of course. Of course I would. I'm not afraid to say that out here on the, Come after me, PETA. See? Yeah, yeah Peter. <laughs> no, Tim, not Peter. PETA from The Hunger Games. Oh, he's uh, he's good with a bow and arrow, Tom. You should watch out. No, he's not good with a bow and arrow. That was Katniss. Oh, uh, he's good with a slingshot? Yeah, I think maybe he had a bolo. A bolo? A tie? Not a bo- no, not a bolo tie. A bolo weapon. What's that? I had one of these when I was a kid. I don't know. I, I wanted in a claw machine. As as longtime listeners of the show will know, I'm very good at a claw machine. As longtime listeners of the show will know, you think you're very good at a claw machine. You Tim, think that a claw machine is something that you can be good at. Listen. I one of the the happiest moments of my life was it was uh this is some... going to be a sad tale. <laughs> <laughs> uh when I first started dating my girlfriend, I I bragged to her about uh you know how good I am at a claw machine. Of course, you know, when you're first starting to see somebody, you want to impress them. That was what I had up my sleeve and um I brought it up a lot, probably too much to be fair. <laughs> And we went uh, on like one of our early dates, we went to a putt putt and they had a claw machine and she was like, oh, look at this. Oh, a claw machine looks like. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, 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 time to prove it, you braggadocious. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't have any change. And she was like, well, I'll go get you change. And she went and got me change and gave me change. First quarter, I won a stuffed animal. Wow. What what kind of stuffed animal? Uh, It was a emoji, a poop emoji. Ugh. No, it wasn't a poop emoji. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. It I was, hate it, the poop emoji. I wish society was better than that. I played a second time 
because I was too cocky. And then that time I didn't win. I should have just walked away after one. Did you have her blindfold you before the second one? <laughs> no, I play by feel. No, it was just that I saw like another easy one and I thought like, all right, if I get two on two quarters, then she's going to have to be my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, does being good at a claw machine, did, did you see that as helping your your chances? We're still together to this day, Tim, so you tell me. Wow. Do the Tom. maths. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been going through a lot of technical difficulty to do an episode that nobody wants to hear, probably. <laughs> no, this one, look. This one has a lot more to offer, I think, because Quibi we... has so much to offer, Tom. Oh, God. Quick bites. You could watch them in line at a store. You could watch them on the subway. You can watch them uh, in between acts at a concert or uh, in between uh, uh, plays at a sporting event that you go to. Well, listen, Tim, I- I'll tell you who who you could get to write a letter to the coronavirus to complain. It's Jeffrey Katzenberg, because he recently said the coronavirus is to blame for entirely for why Quibi isn't the biggest thing in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and maybe so. Maybe people would if if we could only cram into subways, we'd all <laughs> be like, oh, cool. Now I want to watch Chrissy Teigen's weird courtroom Judge Judy show. Yeah. I mean, even that, that was like at least halfway decent. A lot of the stuff I I learned somewhat recently uh, that a lot of the content was stuff that studios just had on shelves, like that they had filmed a season of and they were like, nobody bought this. They weren't even imagined as quick bites, Tom? No, they they edited them after the fact to make them into quick bites. Well, those those must be some really (laughs) talented editors. Because a quick bite doesn't edit itself, Tom. Yeah, it's got to be, they, be lean. It's got to be economical. They must be really good content that the studios, once they got done with them, they were like, this is too good. We should hang on to this for a great opportunity like Quibi to come along. Yeah, this shouldn't be long. This should be a quick bite. <laughs> I have not launched, I have you know, a three-month trial like everybody else. I have not launched uh, Quibi since we did that episode. Yeah, me neither. And I just, oh no, I did. I watched uh, the first episode of Reno, the new Reno 911, and it's good. It's great. Okay. Watch that. It's great. But it All also right. made me realize like, I think there's 11 seasons of Reno 911 that I haven't seen just because I didn't watch TV a lot at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a show that went on that I don't think anybody was like, I love Reno 911, but I don't think anybody was clamoring for like, no, that show was taken away before its time. Bring it back. Yeah. I think they were just like, guys, we ran out of ideas. We've been to, we did 6,000 episodes of it. Yeah. Um, uh, along, uh, look, Tim, there's now a streaming media show because I have another update, another streaming media update from another uh, video service that is not great, uh, which is uh, Apple TV Plus. They have acquired the rights to all the episodes of Fraggle Rock. I, I saw that. And um, they're up. It's not like a, we got them. They'll be up you know, next year. It's like, no, we got them. They're up. Here you go. Have, have you watched them? Uh, not yet. Why? Um, watch it and then get back to me. 
Um, you know how you're kind of like, uh, hey, that's a show that like would resonate for adults as well as kids. Yeah. It it doesn't. No. It's for kids. It's very firmly for kids. What about later at Don't. later seasons, Tim? There's a bunch. There's a bunch of puppets. Yeah. Yeah. You it's love a bunch puppets. Of puppets. No, and there's the one guy. I like raunchy puppets. I don't <laughs> like kids' puppets, Tom. Like that uh, uh, Melissa the Happy McCarthy. Bill murders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I Man. like uh, puppets being put in uh, sexual situations and saying curse words. Well, I hope nobody edits that out of context, Tim, and <laughs> smears you with it. That'd be awful. Why ever would you give anybody that idea? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I was going to say about Apple TV Plus that they have that stuff. And I watched a show called Trying on there. That was that was good. That was that's the only thing I've watched on Apple TV Plus that I've liked. You know what the thing about Apple TV Plus and their programming mm-hmm. for me? The bites aren't quick enough. Yeah, it's kind of like a long bite, like a big swallow. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and I don't want a, a <laughs> I want a quick bite, not a long a low swallow. Swall. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tim, I had an idea that I wanted to push uh not push past you. Put put past you. <laughs> you wanted to steamroll me with an idea. <laughs> I have a new idea about how to brush your teeth. Uh oh, brother. It's not gonna be it, it's not easy, but I think it's it might not be good. Be popular or effective. <laughs> What do you think about this idea? I did it the other day. I had run out of toothpaste, and, you know, with everything going on, it's you can't just pop to the damn store anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I brushed my teeth with a mouthful of mouthwash. No, the, no, no. What? It's what? different stuff. It's not goop. Yeah, but you're still like brushing your teeth, which is what the. Have you ever brushed your teeth with just water? Um, yeah, when I was a, a maniac. Well, I'm saying like in when desper- I was dumb and young. In yeah. desperation. Yeah. So that, you want to make desperation the norm? No, I'm I mean saying... I guess that's kind of what the world has imposed on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wake up, Tim. Desperation <laughs> is the norm. I, you brush your teeth without toothpaste, that's going to do a hell of a lot more than putting toothpaste in your mouth without a toothbrush. If you had to pick. (laughs) Like brushing your teeth. You know what? Use both. Well, but I'm saying, if you had the choice, if the devil himself came down and he said, uh, uh, or she. Oh. Oh. Never thought the devil could be a woman. You did, though, because you saw Bedazzled. Oh, I've I've I watched Bedazzled what two three times a week. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley, uh, Brendan Fraser, the devil. They the play de- pool what? at one point. No, Elizabeth Hurley plays the devil. Yeah, I know. Um, and Brendan Fraser plays uh, George of the Jungle. Wasn't there uh, a movie She Devil where Roseanne was the devil too? Yeah, uh, you know what that's called? Uh, real life. Good, good, nice Roseanne dig. Tom, I'm not politically correct here. I'll, I'll, I'll take shots at at Roseanne. No, that's you can take shots at Roseanne and and her her. Uh, I'm not politically correct. I'm not going to defend Roseanne. I uh, I think uh, her her uh, husband Tom Arnold 
is uh, also not a great guy. Tim, I have bad news. Uh, they divorced. Tom Arnold's back on the market? Yeah, I, I don't know. He may have remarried. They got divorced, I think, like 20 years ago. More, mm. more than 20 years ago. 25 years ago, even, maybe. It's sad. It's sad to hear. But it, to, to go back to my question for, from the devil, if you had to pick a toothbrush or toothpaste, you can only have one for the rest of your life, which would you pick? Yeah, I see what you're doing, but you need a, a, a another thing. Well, the other thing, Tim, is mouthwash. It could I know. be mouthwash. Exactly, but like, or you could just be like, or a different type of toothpaste. You can't trick the devil that easily. Oh, the devil can be tricked. <laughs> you think the devil's going to be like, you e- You can either have a, a toothbrush or Crest toothpaste. And you're like, well, I'll take the, the toothbrush. And then you're like, you forgot about Colgate, idiot. Forgot about Sensodyne. Oh, Look, come on, Sensodyne. Oh, you, oh, I forgot <laughs> you have sensitive teeth. Of course you use Sensodyne. I love, you bully me so much over having sensitive <laughs> teeth. I don't, I don't understand it. It's just a thing, Tom. It's, it's an affliction, all right? You know it's the best, best toothpaste, uh, and I don't know why I don't buy it all the time. I, I, it's an anomaly. On the count of three. One, two, three. Oral B. No, Arm and Hammer. Oh, yeah. Baking soda. Baking soda is great. Again, the devil, you could say, yeah, I'll take the toothbrush and then just use bake, baking soda. Yeah. See, I think you're inventing, a, so like, toothpaste is the best solution. Of for... course, Tim, but I'm saying in desperate times, you can use mouthwash as and it a won't form be effective, of toothpaste. And you shouldn't use it unless you're desperate. It will be effective. It'll be more effective than water, but it's also kind of uh, like uh, dangerous, you know, because you you, you got to keep a real tight seal on that on that toothbrush when you got it in. You know, you got to keep your lips puckered because otherwise that mouthwash is going to come out. Yeah, it feels like you wouldn't have very much mobility that you wouldn't be able to to brush as effectively. Um, a flaw in your new in your new. <sighs> Your new way, your new method. Yeah, but here's the thing. The, the mouthwash is getting into nooks and crannies that uh, a normal toothpaste might miss. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything to me. You I'm do get- both. You use all of it. You use all of the above, Tom. <sighs> you know what? I'm so you mad. You brush your teeth with toothpaste and then... <laughs> you know what? I'm not even thinking about that anymore, Tim. I'm past that. Now I'm just very mad because I realize that I don't... I I really want baking soda toothpaste again, and I just bought three things of toothpaste, maybe even four or five. It's going to be forever until I'm able to switch over to baking soda toothpaste. I'm, I'm sorry, Tom. It seems like you're really dealing with a lot right now. All right, Tim. Well, this isn't an episode about brushing your goddamn teeth. This is an episode about HBO Max, which nobody wants. Nobody. This isn't an episode about an ineffective way to brush your teeth. If the devil forces you to make a weird decision, what does the devil get out of that, Tom? What does the devil get out of anything, Tim? Your soul. Yeah, he's a bad man. Yeah, he's. (laughs) Someone would say he's not even a man. He's a goat. (laughs) 
Is he a goat? He's half goat. B- bottom half's a goat sometimes. And the top half is a man? Yeah, because sometimes there are hoof prints. Ooh. And that's how you can tell the devil's been around. It smells of sulfur as well. Yeah, that too. He, he farts. He's got this silent but deadly farts. And you hear timpani play. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's the biggest sign. Yeah. That, 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 that who you're talking to is the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBO Max, Tim. It is Warner Brothers' uh, new streaming service. I don't know why they called it. I kind of know why they called it HBO Max, but I wish they didn't. Why do you wish they didn't? Did you want it to be HBO Plus? No, I wanted it to be like Warner Brothers Max or Warner Brothers Plus, WB Plus. Yeah, but then everybody would be like, do you think <laughs> Wacko, Yakko, and their sister Dot are, are, are talented enough? incompetent enough to run a streaming service that they're going to ask me to give $15 a month? No, I think, unfortunately, they already blew uh, the WB uh, branding, uh, you know, what was that, 15 years ago now on uh, on their channel, which is now the CW? Probably like 25 years ago. Yeah. Remember when... Uh, You're just a big Michigan J. Frog fan. <laughs> you wanted to see him front and center. I just remember when the WB and UPN both started. It was like, this is nuts. There are two new channels, <laughs> and they're yeah. both starting at the same time. I mean, broadcast channels. There were cable channels by then, of course, but no, nobody had stepped into the broadcast, and it was like, hey, that uh, weird channel on your TV that just has reruns, <laughs> and, like <laughs> the, uh, the obvious lowest budget local news. Well, guess what? Now they're a network. Yeah, um, and uh, they had some pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. The WB Network, Seventh Heaven, Sister Sister, mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Animaniacs. Were those all the launch shows? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or just early shows. Um, but my, my point is... They call it HBO Max, but a lot of these properties on HBO Max have nothing to do with HBO. Yeah, and I think it's it's causing a lot of confusion. And what I really uh, didn't know is that there are like HBO stands out there who are like, they're diluting the HBO brand. HBO used to stand for premium quality television. In fact, it's not TV, right? It's and, true. And... I understand that, but also, like, who cares? Who cares also, what the cable channel is? How are you going to come out with a service called HBO Max and it doesn't even have real sex on it? That's not very maximum. No. Are you upset that they don't have a late night section? Oh, I didn't even think about that, but now that you mentioned it, yeah, I am. Because that was that was always a standby of uh, HBO. They that took they that off a, all the HBO stuff. Yeah, but they used to always have uh, like movies, series, documentaries, comedy specials, and then late night. And then that was uh, where there was softcore pornography and various other things. Right. Uh, people making confessions in a taxi cab of all things. Yeah. That show, I never liked taxi cab confessions. No, me neither. Um, I feel like they were always baited into saying things. Yeah. I would like to watch an episode of Taxi Cab Confessions now because 
Imagine they tried to, they were like, all right, we're going to put a hidden camera in a cab, and then a cab <laughs> yeah. driver is just going to ask people. Ask all drunk sorts people of, or yeah. people on drugs late at night. Like all manner of like invasive questions and try to get them to say things about, uh, say, raunchy things. But I feel like back then, that was before the internet. It was like, I don't know, if you were on Taxi Cab Confessions, like maybe a coworker would see it and they would have to, you know, tell everybody at the office and they'd be like, well, there's no way to verify this. I don't, you know, that episode of Taxi Cab Confessions is going to be on some random time. I'm just going to have to uh, keep watching Taxi Cab Confessions, I guess, to see if this guy's telling me the truth. Yeah. Same thing with real sex. That was also what I, I like. I always wondered why people would agree to go on real sex. And then I figured like, yeah, they probably think nobody's going to see it. So, well, no, I mean, they're they're They, you know, they wanted to to show off their real sex. But I'm saying even when they would do like the street interviews on. Real oh, sex. yeah. But I think it's just nowadays anything you do you assume everyone in the world could potentially see it <laughs> like, just by typing your name into a box right or that you could become a meme or some dumb thing and then everybody's going to see uh see your face and know you and then you're going to be getting coffee 5 years later and somebody's going to be like hey it's the real sex guy yeah i don't remember it's like it's the guy who said sex dolls aren't such a bad idea I didn't. Uh, I didn't have HBO growing up, so uh, it, it was a uh, it was a real thrill to me <laughs> at like sleepovers and stuff when we'd have to sit through like Dennis Miller live uh, <laughs> and wait for one of those shows. Like, There's a show called Real Sex, and yeah. then it was always terrible, and I'd always be like, "Oh yeah. man, yeah, it's, it's a I'm, real." I'm not missing out on anything. It was a real roll of the dice as to, uh, you know, what what that episode would actually entail and whether it would be anything that would be uh, to your titillation. So what happened was AT&T came in. Yeah. The, the, the phone company came in and they were like, <laughs> we're going to buy Warner Media, the, uh, the parent company of HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess... What we all really want is for the phone company to <laughs> to control the flow of all of our entertainment and information, yeah. right? Well, everybody loves the phone companies. They've uh, they're one of the most popular companies out there. So yeah, might as well make them in in charge of uh, creative endeavors as well. Yeah, and that's kind of happening across the board. Like every phone company is just buying another legacy media company, right? And yeah, uh, well, just I'm... turning it into. You know, remember the uh, AT&T versus MCI wars of the 90s? <laughs> yes, I, I I vaguely do. That's going to be fought on so many fronts throughout the 2020s. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, my God. Everything's going to be a proxy war for these these uh, these telecoms. Anyway, so AT&T was like, oh, and another thing. We have to get rid of all the late-night programming because that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't appeal to us here at AT. Yeah. We're the phone company. We can't, uh, even though we were built, we built our empire on nine seven six and nine hundred <laughs> numbers. Yeah. Uh, we we can't possibly have have uh, uh, an episode of Cat House 
on our, our streaming platform. Yeah. Is that what you it's called? Yes. You know how many uh, uh, AT&T executives <laughs> probably are billionaires uh, ba- just on... Like, I would actually hope that whoever came up with the idea of the 976 sex numbers uh, became a billionaire off of that. Probably not. It was probably some engineer or something, and some executive was like, great job. And now he's on a yacht called the 976 (laughs) cruising around the world. How did that work, right? So the phone company, so let's say you you got a stable of... uh... People who want to talk dirty on the phone for money. Yes. They want to make money. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll set up a call center mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to I'm gonna go to the phone company and I'm going to say, all right, I need a number that I can make very expensive. Yeah. Um, and then people are going to call it and they're going to say dirty things back and forth. And one of them is going to pay me to talk to my employees who I will pay. Right. And that's yeah. how this business works. What's the split there, right? Like, does yeah. is it is it a sliding scale? Is the, are they like okay? I want to make this fourteen ninety five a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, does the phone company go like, all right, I'll set that number up for you, but I get six dollars of that fourteen ninety five, or is it a flat rate and they're just like set it however you want? I it's a, that's a very good question, Tim. I I I'm actually gonna look into that. Because I'm very curious about what the cut the because the phone company were was the one doing the billing, yeah. That's what like everybody nowadays. All these businesses. Uh, this is also a business podcast. All these businesses they're looking for like uh, you know reducing friction. What's what's the least friction to get somebody to sign up for something or whatever? Like uh, if we integrate like Apple Pay or Google Pay, like that. Then people don't have to put in their credit card because how many times are you about to buy something and you have to put in 16 numbers and you're like, eh, you know what? That's just enough for me to realize I don't really want to do this. I I was happy giving uh, you like $50, but I don't want to sit and take 15 seconds to type out numbers. Yeah, several times a day that happens to me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. One of, the, one of the worst things that ever happened in my life was getting a password manager that saves my credit card numbers. Oh, yeah. There were times, remember the first time you were with me? Uh, it was after we recorded this very oh, yeah. show. We were out at a bar the first time I ever used Apple Pay. Um, and mm-hmm. I bought a hat online for $25. Um, I was like, oh, this is a funny hat. And it's like, just my thumbprint. And I just put my thumbprint down, and they were like, "This hat will be at your house the day after tomorrow, and yeah. we've charged your 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 account twenty five dollars." I was drunk. I, I I couldn't be held responsible. <laughs> I sued uh, that hat company and won. Yeah, hey, your thumb's not gonna pay the money. You're gonna have to pay it. Exactly. You're responsible for what your thumb does. I've told you that many a time. <laughs> you always claim there's a loophole. <laughs> My drunk thumb did it. Um, but my point being, a 976 number, no friction whatsoever. You just pick up your phone and dial those numbers and, you know, hey, look at now you're talking to a sexy babe. Yeah. Or a, uh, what were they called? Uh, party lines. A party line. Yeah, what was that? You just taught a bunch of people get on get on the phone and say dirty yeah. things? I, I never understood... 
It's what an, could really happen over the phone? It's what we now understand to be a complete nightmare, which was basically you would just call into like a random conference call. Yeah. And, you know, I guess some people would say dirty things. I mean, I can't imagine that these things all weren't just guys. Like, I can't imagine there were a lot of women calling into party lines. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about HBO Max. (laughs) Not 976 numbers or party lines. First things first, I want to say, I was reading today on uh, TheVerge.com, a bunch of stuff missing. I want to read off this list. Is that Tom Bergeron's uh, blog? No, not The Burge. The Verge. Oh, okay. Uh, The Dark Knight. I read The Burge a lot. There's there's a lot of embeds of uh, funny videos. And and the a lot of this content, if not all of it, was stuff that was like advertised, like in the trailer for HBO Max. Uh, all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies aren't on there. Thirteen going on thirty. The Matrix, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog. Wait, these are things that are not on on the service. I'm sorry. Say again. You said these are things that were not on the service that were, yes. were purported. So to the be? other Lord of the Rings movies and and Hobbit movies are on there, but the Hobbit: The Desolation of Smaug is not on there. Okay. Uh, Man of Steel, Gossip Girl, The Iron Giant, and The West Wing, uh, as well as other things. Well, are they coming? Yeah, they're coming, but they're not there yet. Yeah, but I feel like. You know, Disney Plus did the same thing. Where, yeah. You know, there was stuff that was tied up in, in other streaming agreements that will eventually revert back, and that's their plan for it, Tom. Look, Tom, if you're going to ding HBO Max, you better also ding Disney Plus. You better also ding Peacock. You know, you can't play favorites here, Tom. I'm just saying that these these particular uh, properties were were like heavily advertised. We're we're in their initial commercial, and they're not there at launch. Well, all anybody really cares about is Friends, and Friends is there. Can you turn the light on, Tim? You're sitting in like a completely dark room, Tom. <laughs> Here's the thing. I tried. Um, here's another thing that uh, that is really uh, cramping my style tonight. Other than our technical difficulties, um, I just moved into an apartment a few hours ago, so I'm surrounded by boxes. This room that I'm in does not have a light in it, so I'll have to put some some lamps in here or something. Uh-huh. But I, I don't. I don't have any. I don't. <laughs> I, c- I could go get a lamp and, and plug it in, but instead I'll just look uh, like a shadowy figure. As the show's gone on, Tim has gotten darker and darker in this room. Yeah, because the sun's going down, Tom. It's not, I it's know not, that the sun's a- going down, but people normally live in houses with lights. You should have checked to see if they had lights before you moved into a new place. You know, if the thing worked as it was supposed to, um, we, we would be wrapping up right now and it wouldn't even matter. It would have all been done during daylight hours. Mm-hmm. 
VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tim, uh, some big tentpole things coming coming to HBO. Or some are there, some are coming. Uh, but the first, the biggest one, the the thing everybody's talking about on the internet is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. You and I are uh, inhabit different corners of the internet. I think. No, it's it's all over. It's what everybody's talking about. A movie that literally nobody liked. The the one that came out in theaters, yes. Right, but somebody somehow people think, yeah, but if it was like twice as long, mm-hmm. it'll be so much better. It'll be genius. Here's here's my take on it. Uh, and we're talking about the Justice League director's cut, the Snyder cut, the yes. Schneider cut, the Schneid. <laughs> Schneider's pretzels. Um, I watched. So I guess my point of reference is Batman v Superman. The 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 theatrical cut is two and a half hours, and the director's cut of that is three hours. And I remember seeing that movie in theaters and thinking that was that was bad. And also that really didn't make sense. And then watching the director's cut and thinking like, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. However, that is still a bad movie. (laughs) And I believe that that is 100 percent like the Justice League movies really bad. But then there's also a lot to it that is like uh, just like really cheesy comedy that they put in because, you know, people said oh, the movie, these movies are too dark. So they're like, oh, let's throw in some one liners. But not only are a the couple one-line- farts. What was that? A couple farts. Not too far off. Uh, and not only are the one liners not good. It'll also like cut to Ben Affleck, who's 50 pounds heavier than he was uh, the shot before. And like obviously in front of a green screen to say the uh, the the one liner or whatever. Well, that in itself is pretty funny. (laughs) So it's just an extremely messy movie uh, because of the way it was shot. I'm sure that Zack Snyder's version is going to be better. However, I am also sure it is still not going to be good. Yeah, I don't I would I don't know who's actually going to watch that beyond the people that would actually tweet with that hashtag. Right. Um I don't think that's going to have any kind of actual real mainstream appeal to anybody who's not a one of those 
people who was very passionate about it. I chose my words carefully here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim, what what's the address of your new home? <laughs> Off the grid, baby. You'll never find me. Um, yeah, and the other... That aside, I'm very, like, I love watching movies that have had extensive reshoots. I, I find it fascinating. Like, uh, I watched, I went and saw the Predator movie, the, the latest one in the theater, and it was horrible, but I loved watching the movie because it was so interesting to see what they obviously decided to change midway through shooting or during reshoots or whatever. So I'm very curious. See, to... you and I differ in that I like to watch a movie that's good. <laughs> I like I'm going to be very curious to see what's different about this movie. However, there are two really big problems with it. The first is this movie was kind of like an in between like like uh halfway through they you know the studio changed a bunch of it apparently like Joss Whedon you know who took over was not even uh, like it this movie wasn't even the Joss Whedon cut it was like oh they also like kicked him out of the editing room and the studio just edited it and and this is a studio cut Wacko and Yakko and Dot got in there. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure Joss Whedon was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You guys paid me probably an obscene amount of money to come in and direct reshoots. I don't care what you do with this. This isn't my movie. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but one problem is right after this movie or before this movie, Wonder Woman came out. But then after that was like Aquaman uh the the uh harley quinn movie that came out a few months ago and like those movies are much better received than the previous ones and those movies are all connected and they're connected to the bad version of justice league right so the the good quote-unquote good version the the real version is not going to be in continuity with those other movies also I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. Can you can you just <laughs> can you handle the rest of the episode yourself? Also the um Zack Snyder when when he was shooting Justice League when uh Batman v Superman came out and bombed and people were like this movie's terrible uh, and they, during the shooting, were like, all right, you were going to shoot Justice League part one and part two back to back. You're not going to do that anymore. And then halfway through the first movie, they were like, we're going to get somebody. He, he had a family tragedy, but it also seemed like a very convenient time for the studio to be like, hey, you shouldn't be coming to work right now. And that would actually be great for us because we'll hire somebody else because, you know, we don't trust you anymore. Okay. So, so my my point being that they're going to redo this movie. It's going to be like, oh, cool. The, the first part of a trilogy that's never actually going to get made. Yeah. And uh, nobody's going to watch it. Nobody cares about it. Nobody likes that that cinematic universe. Um. So, no, some people do. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> if, if you don't like it, who the hell, who, who is it for? <laughs> um. 
So that's that's like, you know, the big thing that they've promised. And it, it does raise the question of what do you think, Tim? I know I can f- predict what you think, but about the idea of, you know, HBO basically being like, all right, we bought the company. Hey, loudest fans on the Internet, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll see the the folly in that or they'll see how um look it's not like they're gonna be like and now what's the next movie we should make and what's the next show that we should make no Um, they're already talking about that they're gonna release the director's cut of uh suicide squad sure the director's cut is one thing but they're not gonna like you know make new content based on oh yeah, yeah hashtags and and uh, change.org petitions. <laughs> well, but they're going to, they have to do a lot more uh, uh, special effects and stuff for Justice League. Mm-hmm. And the they said that they were going to give him $20 million to finish it up, but, the, but it was like insiders say that could balloon up to $30 million. I have a feeling this is going to cost like $70 million and they're going to be like, what did we do? Yeah, they're gonna they're, they're gonna regret this. Why but, did we throw money at a bad more money at a bad movie? Because they're the phone company. They don't know any better. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah, it worked for nine seven six numbers. Um. So Tom. Yes. Uh. This uh, as of this recording, this this came out. Uh, HBO Max launched a day ago. One day mm-hmm. ago. Yes. I still can't watch it on my television because I have a Roku. Yeah. Um, and 70% of people of, of the streaming market cannot, at this point, uh, watch it on their TV because they use either Roku or Amazon devices. Um, yes. Which, what, did they forget to negotiate licensing deals for, for their, no, their channel to be I think things? Roku and Amazon, like just play hardball and play chicken every time with negotiations Mm. where they're like, which makes sense because to them, I think they say, look, if you, if HBO max launches and it's not on Roku, uh, people aren't going to be mad at Roku. They're going to be mad at HBO max. Yeah, exactly. And if HBO max isn't on Roku, that's going to stop them from subscribing to HBO max. That's not going to stop them from buying the Roku they bought two years ago. Yeah. So what do we care? So Roku wants, uh, I didn't realize that they apparently like do this a lot. They really play hardball that like they want a cut of the money to have. It's not like, oh, there's just an app store and you can just put it. They're like, eh, eh, eh. we want some of that money that's coming in. Even if people don't sign up through the Roku app or whatever, they want something. Nice. Love it when they play hardball. <laughs> uh, it is available on the PlayStation 4, which is how I've watched it on a television. I've been watching on my internet-enabled pad um, mm-hmm. from Apple. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've, I've, I, there's some interesting stuff on it, Tom. What have you been watching? I'm. Uh, can you go into your continue watching tab, or you, do you not have it open here? Uh, I don't have it open, but I can tell you I started watching Justice League. Okay. Well, a movie that you didn't like, and this isn't even the new version. (laughs) No. Um, Oh, another thing. It doesn't have 4K, which sucks. Yeah, that's... that's, uh, I mean, it probably will at some point, right? 
I don't know. I mean, HBO, like there isn't a 4K HBO, which I get because like cable companies, I guess, don't do 4K really yet. But yeah. But, you know, if you're doing streaming, like when I watch stuff on Netflix and YouTube and and uh, Prime, Amazon Prime, that's all in 4K. Get on the ball, HBO Max. I want 4K. Yeah, they don't. They, I think they rightly assume like, eh, we just need to put a lot of stuff on this. Yeah, and there is a lot of stuff. I think the cool thing about this is um, now, like... Right now, before in in the ancient pre HBO Max days, yes, Tom. If I want, if if I was sitting down with my wife on a Saturday night in quarantine here, being like, <laughs> "Let's watch a movie tonight," yeah, you go to Netflix. There are very few like blockbusters, like modern blockbusters from like. 1990 to 2018 or whatever yeah. right well and and very few very few blockbusters but also very few like good movies yeah and then like either like, fan favorites or critically acclaimed like no neither of those yeah and it's mostly just like well we made this movie for real cheap netflix with with these stars that you've never heard of but like people 10 years younger than you know who these people are and i'm just like i don't yeah. i don't want that i want the i want to recreate the blockbuster experience um disney plus has you know a bunch of blockbusters that i'm like not particularly interested in like franchise stuff right and just gr- scrolling through the movie library here it's like oh these are just like regular movies with with uh that i've heard of and uh, I'll, I'll watch one of these once in a while. Well, Tim, there's not there. It's not an accident that they chose to call this service home box office maximum. Mm. It's like a box office, but in your home. Wow. So you want to know what I've been watching? Yes. I didn't say what I've been watching. Oh, yeah. So no, Justice League. Justice League. You keep going. Uh, I started watching the first episode of Friends, which is mm-hmm. another huge draw that Friends is on there. Uh, gone from Netflix and now on this. Uh, they were supposed to have launched with the Friends reunion special, but uh, because of COVID, that did not happen. You know what? I think people need to temper their expectations about that. It's going to be when it finally does come out, you know, they're each going to get $12 million to do it or whatever, but they're just yeah. going to sit there and it's going to be like a panel discussion. It's going to be a Comic-Con uh, yeah, panel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it's just going to be a Comic-Con panel hosted by Ryan Seacrest or whatever that's like, what was your favorite part of yeah. doing Friends? Uh, it was that we were all actually friends. Yeah. These, uh, it's nice. I want to hear know? the dirt. I want to hear who was banging, who was knocking boots. What, uh, who was fighting who? They got into a lot of fist fights on that show, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah, I think that they're putting, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand how Friends, which, like, when we were teenagers, was the most popular show in the world, is, like, somehow even more popular now. Um, I don't know. I watched some Friends today. I mean, well, that's for me, it's like, it's just, it reminds I... me of, like, when I was. 14 and 15 and it's like hey that was the easiest time of my life i didn't have any responsibilities i just watched tv i like to remember when i had no responsibility but but teens nowadays and young people watch it yeah 
That's what I don't get. I think it's for the hairstyles. The what? Oh, the, the hairstyles. Style. Yeah. I see. Um, I was also looking through, they have a bunch of old movies, a bunch of Turner classics. Yeah, for the uh, for the geriatrics. Yeah, they've got, uh, I, I wrote down some of the movies that you might be interested in. Girl Crazy, Million Dollar Mermaid, Shall We Dance, Xanadu, Gold Diggers of 1933, and what? bringing and bringing up Baby. That I I me specifically I'd be interested in those. Yeah, you don't want to see Million Dollar Mermaid? See what that's about. <laughs> I would love to see Million Dollar Mermaids <laughs> or are Girl there, Crazy. Are there uh, are there fins like uh, bejeweled? That's what you have to watch the movie to find out. Yeah. Or is it just that, you know, this mermaid got a million dollar deal to make the movie? So they do that Disney Plus thing where they have different channels like Turner Classic Movies. Yes. And and, uh, some other stuff. One of the things is Looney Tunes, Tom. Yes. This is the draw for me. So have you watched any of the new Looney Tunes that they've made? Uh, You mean where Bugs uses a smartphone and they talk about like... (laughs) BitTorrent and stuff? No, I, think, I haven't. I think it's just the Bugs is using a smartphone in the like icon to tell you like this is new. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of the new Looney Tunes, and I'll the tell Looney you what. Tunes. I'll tell you what. Not bad. Okay, I'd still rather watch the the classic stuff, Tom. Yeah, but that's up there too, right? Yeah, it is. I watched Duck and Muck today. <laughs> um, I watched, yeah, I watched a new one. Uh, so the new episodes are 13 minutes long, and they have like two five-minute, five, six-minute uh, shorts, and then like a, a even quicker, like 30-second thing in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one I watched, the first one was uh, uh, Daffy Duck and uh, P- uh, Porky Pig. I know those guys. Uh, they were doing like a uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark type thing. Cute. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. And then the next one was um, uh, uh, Yosemite Sam and Bugs Bunny having an arm wrestling contest. All right. The one thing that I found a little bit weird about it was it seemed very uh, Tex Avery inspired. So? Well, it seemed actually, it seemed more Ren and Stimpy inspired than Tex Avery, like the way Tex Avery inspired Ren and Stimpy. Oh, do they, uh, is there a lot of gross out humor, Tom? There's not gross out humor, but there's like, that type of like close up that is much better quality oh, yeah. still. Uh, I found that like a little off putting just cause it just felt a little, it felt off brand when everything else felt pretty on brand. Yeah. And they, the, the quality of animation isn't as good, of course. Yeah. Do they dress Taz up like uh crisscross at all? <laughs> no, Tim, that was non-canon. That was just a t-shirt. Yeah, those were cool T-shirts. They were cool T-shirts. I'll I'll give you that, but uh, it never you know, happened in the kid, comics. I went to Washington D.C. one time, and I bought a uh, a novelty T-shirt that had uh, 
Abraham Lincoln and George Washington dressed up in uh, streetwear. Well, that's neat. Yeah, it was cool. It was based on those Looney Tunes shirts. Where did you buy that? The Lincoln Memorial? Uh, Washington Monument. They were selling it inside? The White House. The White House <laughs> gift shop. <laughs> no, I could see that. I could see, uh, that was, who was that, Bill Clinton at the time? Slick like, Willie. Like, yeah. oh, I like these shirts. Let's have them at the White House. It's a great impression. Uh, I, uh, like, I like these shirts that uh, Chelsea's friends wear. Let's get them at the White House gift shop. Chelsea didn't have friends. That was her whole thing. <laughs> I don't think that was her thing. Her thing was like, uh, people don't like me. Yeah, well, now she has tons of friends because she's rich. Yeah. So joke's on you, Tim. Joke is on me. <laughs> um, Tom, I've been watching another show. Uh, I, I watched another show, too, okay. but go ahead. Well, what show did you watch? I watched uh, The Not Too Late Show with Elmo. Oh, I watched uh, part of an episode, and again, I was just kind of like, eh, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? It's not... I think it's it, it does a great job of uh, driving one right down the center for... This is for kids and parents. Look, you're not going to watch this on your own, but it's going to be tolerable. It's going to be a lot more tolerable than the you know the normal uh, muck you have to watch. Yeah, I also appreciate like uh, as as somebody with friends uh, and and relatives with small children, and I see them try to get uh, their. Are you kids- just are you just trying to rub it into Chelsea, the 1990s Chelsea, as somebody with friends? Yeah, yeah. Uh, friends with small children and uh, who are just like uh, always trying to get them to go to bed. Yeah. Um, that this was kind of designed to be like, yeah, this is the show that you watch to be like, okay, you watch this and then you have to go to bed because at the end, Elmo has to go to bed. Exactly. Brilliant. The, the, at least the first episode starts with Elmo asking his parents permission to do his late night show. You know, and yep. they're they're washing up the dishes. It's after dinner, and they say okay, but then by the end of the show, yeah, Elmo's putting his PJs on and he's getting ready to go to bed. Yeah, I know a couple kids that are only allowed to watch Elmo before bed, and this just mm-hmm. reinforces it, Tom. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my niece. Uh, loves Elmo, and yeah, she's allowed to watch it at night, and this is like a perfect. Uh, you know, even better because it's not getting them all riled up about Elmo. Yeah, it's like, well, Elmo's going to bed, so there's no more Elmo. You're gonna have to go to bed. I watched so much fucking television all the time, morning, <laughs> noon, and night. It was yeah, great, and, you, and you've turned out fine. <laughs> uh, I did like that. There's a lot of cameos from other Muppets in this show. Yeah, uh, Oscar the uh, or not Oscar Cookie Monster is kind of the Ed McMahon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's unsettling to see him sitting on the couch like that, though. Yeah, it's a little a bit full I don't, body. I don't. Well, and even when the curtains open, you see Elmo's legs. <laughs> yeah. and, and the way that he walks up, it's unsettling because it's like <laughs> you would think they'd have it. They'd have a better way for him to walk. The technology, I don't know. Yeah, should be better than it is. I know if I was a if I was a child watching it, I think I would scream. I think it would be <laughs> like, like it, it gets at that reptilian brain thing of like 
This is a thing trying to a predator trying to masquerade as something else. Get out of there. That's not a branch. It's a it's a snake. <laughs> That's not a, a a live creature. It's a decoy. I would just be I'd be like, did Elmo get into a very serious accident recently? <laughs> Uh, and also I like that, uh, Ernie, uh, runs the control room. Oh, I didn't see that. I only yeah. watched, uh, like literally four minutes. I watched the John Mulaney segment. Uh, okay. No, I watched the entire episode with, uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm. And, oh, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard Tom, uh, he's canceled. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's like. I don't know. He he's still doing his Jimmy Fallon bit on this show where he's like gushing at Elmo. Mm-hmm. Like like, oh, you're the, you're the best. You're the funniest. You're so funny. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Uh and then I was also mad because they do the the thing at the end of like, well, I got to I got to go. I got to do my show. And he doesn't stay on the couch. Oh. Big Come times on. Elmo. Yeah, come on. Like you you as I guess nobody stays on the couch anymore, huh? No. That that's what I don't like about about talk shows anymore. No, I mean that's what I like about uh uh Graham Norton over in the UK. Mhm. Cuz he actually has like everybody there together and they're drinking. Yeah. And it's just like a way better show than people coming out one at a time. Yeah. Uh I, I was hoping for more from Elmo as a late night talk show host. Well, he's got time to grow. Remember, you know, remember all these guys. Conan oh, yeah. had a rough er- yeah. <laughs> Early Conan got terrible reviews. Yeah. I just hope Elmo's able to weather the bad reviews. <sighs> well, he's a, he's a fragile little He's three monster. and a half years old, so yeah. yeah. I didn't know his mom has a southern accent. I don't think I'd ever seen Elmo's parents before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we were when we were Sesame Street watching Age. Elmo wasn't even really a fleshed out character. Yeah. Well, he, he certainly wasn't. You know, like the Muppet, like he is nowadays, yeah. like or the Sesame Street Muppet, at least. Yeah. No, I remember uh, my my nephew who is mm-hmm. three years old. He's a big he's a big Elmo head. Yeah, and my and my brother showed him uh, that Muppet Family Christmas special. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, with, that with with all the Muppets. Yeah, the, but it, it was like a Avengers Endgame, but for Muppets. Yeah, it had the Muppets. It had the Sesame Street Muppets. It had the Fraggles. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it. But um, <laughs> you know, there was a, and they all met each other kind of for the first time. It was it was yeah. it was it was really cool, but um. Elmo's in that, but it was before like Elmo even had like a voice because it was from like the late eighties. Um, so he's just like a background character. Oh, and weird. my and my nephew was just like, "Why isn't Elmo talking? Why why aren't they having Elmo do anything? I don't like this. Who are these other people?" Yeah, there's a ripoff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he doesn't like the classics. It's, uh, <laughs> it's distressing. Um, I watched the show, Tom, uh, Men of a Certain Age, starring Ray Romano. <laughs> that's that's not a new HBO Max original, Tim. Yeah, I know. It's from uh, 2009 to 2011. Okay. It's a pretty good show, Tom. I really think Ray Romano is my favorite actor. Okay. That's fine. 
Yeah, give it a shot. It's got Scott Bakula on it, too. Okay. I mean, so so does Quantum Leap. Yeah, but where can I even watch Quantum Leap? I think CBS All Access, actually. Look, I'll eat a slug before I fucking pay CBS (laughs) for for a streaming service. Uh, And uh, Andre Brower's on it as well. Oh, right, yeah. It's a it's a it's a knockout cast. Who's huh? who's the other guy? Scott Bakula. Oh right, Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you were talking talking, I thought you were. Uh, I was thinking in my head, uh, everybody loves Raymond. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, have you watched? There's uh, another original called Love Life, starring Anna Kendrick. No, but I was I knew I would be able to use your password to use uh HBO Max uh-huh. because a new Anna Kendrick uh project. I know Tom's signing up. Now, here's the thing. I I haven't watched any of it, but I've read a lot of reviews about not a lot. I've read like two or three reviews about it. And it is weird because they all talk about how they're like Man, Anna Kendrick just made like a bunch of bad career decisions, huh? <laughs> yeah, and she's not in really anything good. That no, much. she's in this. She's in a Quibi original. Mm. Uh, and they were well. I she guess... didn't have a lot of time to film it, so that was the best. <laughs> that was she was like, I, I'm in, I'm in a rush, so I better put this one on Quibi. Uh, but they were pointing out uh, that the show takes place in 2012 and that that was also like the height of Anna Kendrick's uh, like popularity and success. Mm. Like that was when Pitch Perfect came out and uh, I think something else she was in. Um, and yeah, I hadn't really thought about it in a while. But yeah, she just picked like a bunch of bad projects. Yeah, well, maybe it's you tough. should be your agent, Tom. Well, Tim, how am I going to be her agent while I have an attraction to her? That's <laughs> That wouldn't be a good professional relationship. No, at all. of course not. I wouldn't be able to advise her correctly. Yeah. I'd be, be like, like, well, this script has you in a bikini. Yeah, I've seen the costume designs for this one. You should do this one. <laughs> exactly. And that's not the kind of agent you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, another one that... It's being labeled as an HBO Max original, but it's not. Um, it, it's from DC Universe. Is Doom Patrol, and uh, I will say I highly recommend Doom Patrol. It is a very weird show. It is a DC property, but it's not really a superhero thing. Uh, I think it's like fifteen episodes. It's the rare case where during the like filming of it, it was going so well that they added on episodes. Hmm. Uh, fantastic show. Very, very weird. And it's about puppies that, uh, are like police officers. Now you're thinking of puppy patrol or paw uh, patrol. Right. Rather. Right. No, no this is doom patrol. Oh, what is this about? Is that, uh, based on the, the nineties video game franchise? No, Tim, not doom from, from, uh, the guy fighting on Mars against, uh, Satan. Just Satan's other guys. fighting the devil? Yeah, hell, hell, Mars is hell, I think. Wow. Well, then what does everybody want to go? Hey, Elon Musk, go nuts. Go to Mars, then. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk, why don't you go to Mars? 
Um, but on this show, you can see uh, Brendan Fraser's butt, my current day Brendan Fraser's butt. Great. As he's having sex with somebody. Okay. So that's my recommendation. Great. Uh, so <laughs> scale of one to ten. Oh, you know what? I watched a director's cut of my own. What's that? Uh, they have the Little Shop of Horrors director's cut. Oh, really? Yeah, on HBO Max. You I can didn't watch, know that uh, existed. When uh, uh, what's his face? Rick Moranis mm-hmm. uh, doesn't kill the plant at the end. He gets eaten by it, and then the plants take over the world. Oh, I've seen that like deleted ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, let me also give a caution that. Uh, like I get that you can make like I think you can make like a kid's account. Uh, but I did find it unsettling that I was like, oh, yeah, they have that Elmo talk show that I searched Elmo. And the first thing was what I was looking for. The second thing was like Sesame Street. And then like the next five things were the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, is for a three-year-old, have terrifying thumbnails, even. so Yeah. And then they'll just associate that with Elmo, seeing yeah. that one time, those I, thumbnails. I get if I just typed Elm, but I did type Elmo. Yeah. Well, call up the phone company and tell them their search algorithm's wrong. I don't have to call them. They're always listening. I can. Just, they're hearing it right now. What brother they are. They're going to shut us down. Yeah. If you like the show, you can get more information at tcgte.com. Um, Tom, this stinks. We When are we going to do this in person again? Uh, talk to the governor. Uh, it's the governor that's, uh, that's imposing this tyranny? Yeah, a lockdown on all podcasts, he said. Brother. Oh, uh, governor. Uh... What else? You can uh... <laughs> you can go to facebook.com slash complete guide to follow us there. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to uh, support the show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast. What, what's this week's episode, Tim? I'm in the dark about it. Uh, the great American books quiz. Yeah, Tim forgot to put a poll up for the next book, so now he's got this nonsense that he claims is going to be just as good as a book. It's going to be even better, and it's not because I forgot. It's because I planned it. Hey, why don't you spend $5 to find out if it's just as good? Well, you're not selling it. I've done way more preparation for this episode than you've done for for any any episode that you've I've ever had done. to read all these books. Yes, so do I, Tom. And, and guess what? This was more preparation than than reading the book. All right. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Find out for yourself. I was moving house during a pandemic. I forgot to put the the uh the poll up. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to It's gonna be even better, Tom. All right. People are um, going to be like, you should do this every week. Okay. We'll see. Patreon.com slash complete guide to find out more about that. Uh, Reddit.com slash r slash complete guide. TCGTE, rather. <laughs> I don't know. There's a bunch of other stuff. Look on their website. You can find all that stuff. Uh, 
yeah. I'm look overall. I don't. You know what the the nice thing about HBO Max is it's just taken over the HBO uh, Now thing. So if you were already subscribed to HBO Now, now you have all that stuff plus a lot more stuff. Yeah, it's fine. Cool. I don't know anybody who uh, subscribed to HBO Now. Everybody just uses their parents hbo login yeah i wonder if uh if at&t has looked into that yet i feel like that's the kind of thing they like bought the company and they're like ah this is great so many people are watching this content uh let's launch a new service and then it may be just now that they're like how many people are watching it's like ah we got a 30 million people watching great how many new signups have we had none (laughs) Well, there was this whole thing where, like, they, you know, the uh, head of of Warner or head of AT&T was just kind of like, no, we're not working with the cable companies on this. We're not going to work with other streaming companies. We're going to destroy all of them. (laughs) And uh, the people from, like, the entertainment industry is like, they were like, well, you can't really do that in entertain. You can do that in telecom. It's it's like you're either an AT and T or a Verizon subscriber, right? But like, there, this isn't a zero sum game. And he's yeah. like, well, now it is, <laughs> which really bodes well for the future of entertainment. It's really gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be some real cool stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like the biggest dickheads in the world <laughs> running it. Yeah, not. I feel like uh, uh, other streaming services understand that. Like, all right, everybody for the most part subscribes to Netflix. We want to be like the second thing they subscribe to, right? But but apparently HBO Max is like, no, we want them to cancel all their subscriptions and just watch us. I mean, honestly, I would be probably a hundred percent fine with just one subscription service. There's always shit to watch. All I ever do, I subscribe to a lot of them. All I ever do is watch Guy's Grocery Games from the Food Network. Guy Fietti. It's all I need. Wow. Uh, well, on that note, uh, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.